Welcome to Beyond the Bombshell, the podcast that dives deep into the heart and soul of real life. I'm your host, Michelle Stokes, and I'm here to guide you through this empowering journey. We'll talk about real life and what it truly takes to be a strong, confident, and fulfilled woman. Join us as we rewrite the rules and celebrate the extraordinary and fierce women we all are. We'll share insights, build a space for uncomfortable conversations, and truly just embrace real life. Let's go beyond the surface and find your real life bombshell. Hello, and welcome back to Beyond the Bombshell. I am recording this little quick snippet for you. It's three days before we leave for our next husband and wife work slash pleasure trip, and we're heading back to Vegas. And if you haven't listened to or you're not aware of our previous Vegas experience, go back. There's an episode that will walk you through that and it will help you recognize why this trip is so I'll say special iconic maybe stressful a bunch of words a bunch of words and that's why I'm going to talk to you today before I go just to let you know how like how I'm feeling like leading up to it and I think I'm still trying to process those emotions and thoughts honestly and like we've been on many trips since obviously since seven years ago many trips and Sometimes I feel like, you know, we go to certain hotels and we get on certain flights, like there is something walking downtown is definitely something that really triggers me because I just feel so small and buildings are just above me and it's been a thing. Not too big of a thing or too traumatic that like I don't do it, but I'm just really, I'll say a little bit uneasy and on edge. And if you know me and you've traveled with me, like walking downtown is equivalent to like walking on the beach for me I just love being like in the hustle and the bustle and in amongst people and it's just like that flip side of Michelle I just really like that but it feels different I do feel different now when I go and do it and the first couple times we traveled after Vegas it was very uneasy but it's getting better so this Friday we are hopping on a plane with a couple of our team members and a few agents from the office and we're heading to Vegas for a conference so I think it's a really good excuse for lack of better words to get us back there we've definitely not that we wanted to go back because Vegas is so amazing. It is so amazing, but I don't know if we're the same people we were seven years ago because we went to Vegas clearly just for a concert and to party and drink the whole entire time. But so that's not really like our thing anymore. Like we've matured a little bit. We've grown up like hangovers are just a nightmare for me. It's not worth it. So I just, I'm trying to figure out how to dance and be sober, like sober dancing. So I think we've always wanted to go back probably just to experience it a little bit differently, you know, do some sightseeing, go off to strip and do like Grand Canyon stuff, which we are planning to do this time when we go, if we get out, depending on the weather but I don't know if we ever really would have you know taken the time to book a trip to go back if it wasn't for the conference so I'm blessed that our office is and our brokerage is holding like a big mega conference down there and funny enough myself and Josh actually have the opportunity to speak on one of the panels so like it's super iconic and an amazing opportunity to really rewrite what Vegas means to us personally, professionally, and really get to rewrite that story. One of our coworkers and a fellow friend of mine helped me see it's pretty iconic. So I'm super excited for that. So how I'm feeling this week is, I'm not sure if I'll be able to put it into words because normally when we go on vacation, 
I have my suitcase opened at least two weeks, if not three weeks before. I'm planning outfits. We are thinking and talking about what we're going to do. And this time, I'm not. And maybe it's just because I don't have the mental capacity because we're just doing a lot of stuff in business right now. But deep down, I really think it's just me masking not knowing what to wear as a little bit of a coping mechanism to just delaying it a little bit. And it's not usually like me. Usually when we go on trips and vacations, I'm like pumped and I can't wait. And it's just, you know, I get mad at Josh because he packs a suitcase the day before. And I'm like, I'm on that trend. I'm almost there. It's only a couple of days away and I feel like I should be already ready, but I'm not feeling overly excited. And I think I was telling myself I'm not overly excited because there's lots happening right now in our business. And like, are we prepared to just, you know, up and leave it right now? And we are like, there's no, there's no doubt. Like business is going to like flourish when we go. It always booms when we leave. Always. The team is always like, you know, working super hard and on overdrive to deal with things that come in while we're away, which is amazing. And if it happens again this time, I think we're going to start booking more weekend vacations but I really am I think delaying and postponing it because I don't know if I want to really recognize that's that we're going back there like I want to treat it I want to treat it like a typical trip and for nothing to really you know trigger my memory and I have a feeling that when we get back nothing's going to feel the same it's not going to look the same and it'll be up to me if I look at it and envision it that way I don't know like I think I'm gonna like get on the plane and land and be like oh my God, all this stuff is coming back and I'm really upset or stressful. I don't think that's going to happen, which I'm really happy with. But a part of me, don't. I don't know if I need to have that feeling to like actually like get over it and like have closure, if that makes sense. Like a part of me is almost wishing that when I get there, it's going to feel like a regular trip. I'm not going to realize that, you know, it's the same city, the same place I was standing, like none of that. I'm not going to remember it all because things are going to look so different and feel so different. But a part of me is thinking maybe I need that to, you know, feel empowered and just, yeah. So I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit, I think delaying, I'll say delaying, postponing, preparing myself for this trip. And I really want to be really excited because our conference is always super inspirational. We have mega speakers and the opportunity for us to be able to just get away from our kids for a few days and enjoy ourselves and do some sightseeing, actually enjoy Vegas this time is going to be really cool. But a part of me is just has this little bit of like hesitation of like, what's going to happen when we get there or when we get back, is it going to give us like that closure? You know, do I want that closure? I don't know. It's been like, like I'm just trying to like work, work through that. Like, will, will it, you know, help change us? Will it help us move on? And we have moved on. So like, maybe I'm just overthinking it and I'm just going to get there and be like, yeah, like we've been back to Vegas. We don't need to come back anymore. That is done. We spoke on a panel, our experience with Vegas. Now we can talk about it so much differently because we can remember things we seen and did because I don't remember much from um, our last trip. And um, yeah, so I will maybe pop in while we're there with a little update to let you know how things are going real life in the moment and definitely we'll reflect on it when we get back. So, so stay tuned. Hello everyone. I'm actually recording this 
clip from our hotel in Vegas. I wasn't sure how this episode was going to go or how it would play out. I did do a little segment, a little clip from home before we left just to kind of express a little bit of how I was feeling, the emotions. I, honestly, now I just feel like I was really confused and felt I wanted to feel excited to be coming to Vegas for the conference, of course, and excited to have the courage to come back. But I think I was really struggling internally because I felt it was expected or that I should be fearful or nervous or uncertain. And I felt like I needed or I should have been feeling that way. But deep down, I didn't want to feel that way. So I think I was really conflicted. And I think if Brianna decides to play that clip at the beginning or maybe Brianna's better to play it after, you decide. I think you'll be able to... I can't remember what I was saying, but I think you'll be able to really understand I was conflicting. I was excited, but it was almost like I, I didn't deserve to feel excited to come. Like I needed to feel something else, which is really weird. So we're on the very last day of our conference. We've been here since last Friday, so almost a full week. Lots of personal pleasure exploring. Not too many late nights, honestly. I think we're past that like hardcore partying phase. And I think I've realized that you think Vegas is the party city. It's actually not. It's the gambling city. There's not many, most of the restaurants and bars and stuff actually close a little bit early. <laughs> but we've been really tame. There's only been two, two real good celebration nights, uh, which is really well deserved. But on our last day we do a red eye flight tonight we're going to explore and we have a big inspirational morning which is amazing I can maybe I'll talk about it in a little bit shortly at the conference but I thought I would take like 10 minutes to hop on for a second and it's funny because me and Josh this morning were lit like lit in bed and leaving Vegas this time feels so much more magical than it did last time clearly and we both said that to each other this morning that like last year we or last year when seven years ago when we were here the morning all felt like a blur I just remember how long the hallway felt and how long the airport and the flights felt and how uncomfortable I felt being in the middle Josh sat next to me but a stranger was on the other side and they were just asking me questions and I just hated every bit of it and I just I, I don't really remember much besides that and this year like we're leaving on such a high note so many amazing things have happened this week um, not only in like training and education and some real amazing takeaways uh, for us to bring back to the team to implement um, to help make them better to help improve the whole experience of working with soul by stokes in the real estate world and just to become better people but the opportunities and the recognition that we got on this conference this time, it was truly amazing. A couple months ago, we were asked to be on an interview with Keller Williams and Keller Williams, their brokers. You guys just know Soul by Stokes. <laughs> and that's just a tagline that has stuck forever and ever. We should be like the Stokes group. And our hashtag and our slogan is Soul by Stokes. But anywho, but we were asked to speak on like a panel, like over like virtual big online conference a couple months ago. And that one opportunity has turned into many opportunities where we both, you've seen on social media, if you follow us, had the opportunity to speak on two panels while we're here. There's like 15, 20,000 people here, you know, not all KW, agents from all over the world or other brokerages as well. So we had the lucky opportunity to both separately, ironically, speak on a couple panels, which was amazing. And then from there, we were asked to present awards last night at the Can Canadian Awards night. It was like... It was the same venue that apparently the Super Bowl after party was. And I can't, 
I can understand why because it's stunning, the most beautiful building. And everyone was dressed up, gala style. It was super, super nice. And we were asked to present the Rookie of the Year awards. And it was super cool because I really love that award. It's always like the go-getter who has no idea what they're doing, but they know that there's no limits. If you just tell me what to do, I'm just going to do it. And they freaking kill it. So it was super cool to present those awards. And to get on stage in front of all the Canadians and just say like, hey, we're the newfies and everyone, you know, start laughing. And then after the session, they come up and give me their business cards because they have so many people relocating to Newfoundland. And I'm like, yes, please, we would love to help your people. But it's funny, after we sat down, they announced a couple other awards, not related to like, you know, units or closings or whatever, because there's some like big top producing agents here in Canada. And not that we can't do it. We will do it. We have a goal. We set a goal last year that we are going to make it on the stage for the number of units or gross commissions or whatever at some point. But like we're against like the greater GTA, like some big groups, like 20, 30, I don't know how many agents in like Vancouver or Ontario or whatever. So we have a lot of work to do, but we'll do it someday. But at after those awards, they gave out some recognition awards and some like really important awards when it comes to like adapting to like technology and uh, I guess being very open to change that's the way I look at it. That's when we got the award is like a little diploma, almost like a certificate or whatever. And he got us to walk up on the, the stage and uh, it was for tech. And like, I'm not really a tech person. I guess I am, I guess. I don't know. But we've adapted to like all the technology and stuff, but the technology has not removed us from like our relationships with our clients, which is super, super special but anyway last night they were doing these we assume maybe our like uh, market center tech trainer like our it guy would have gotten an award and then we've seen sold by stokes of course not the stokes group because no one knows that on the display and they said our name and me and josh just looked at ourselves and we just laughed and we thought like this is super cool and then sarah was just sat with us because she came she's an agent on our team and she came with us and she just sat there and i was like come on girl she's like no i'm like this is not a me and josh award this is a sold by stokes award come on you gotta come with us so that was super cool because it was her first family reunion and she actually got to get up and walk on the stage in front of all 600 canadian agents and now they kind of recognize her face and they all know that we're the newfies and that we're killing it and that we hopefully will be their go-to people so enough about the conference <laughs> when we came I made it a mission very open to Josh that I really needed to do a couple things to like get it out of our system we're back in Vegas I wanted to go and visit the memorial garden they after the shooting seven years ago some random local Vegas man got the community together to turn a little piece of desert really in the middle of the city into a nice memorial garden. And he has 58 trees planted for all the 58 victims. So that was a really important thing that I really wanted us to go and do. It was humbling and it was obviously super, super sad. And, you know, we felt grateful and we felt all the things. I'm just happy there is something because if it wasn't for that man, would there be anything for these? But I was really sad that like when families, you know, come to Vegas, this is where they would have to go as like a little memorial or a tribute to them. And I just, it just really was really sad because if I had to come or if Josh had to come, if one of us were one of those victims or whatever, just be, just be traumatic. But I really wanted to go do that. And I wanted to walk through and like all of the, everyone who died that night, like there's a, like a memorial plaque for them, like their photos there, like their age, where they're from. And there's three Canadians actually from the victims. And they were also young and, I really just wanted to get, I really wanted to visit it and get some photos and stuff. So maybe I'll share that with you guys later. But besides that, I really needed, well, we I needed to go in Mandalay Bay because that's where he was. And that's actually where the conference was, ironically. But that wasn't a trigger whatsoever because I wasn't in that hotel whatsoever. 
but I really needed to like walk the path that I thought or that I could remember when we walked home that next morning after after the shooting I really needed to you know I didn't go over to like it's turned into a parking lot where the concert actually was but I needed to go over to like Tropicana where we you know where we fled after we hid and they're actually tearing down that hotel so we didn't go in a hotel but I needed to walk from like the Tropicana to like the the Skywalk or whatever back to MGM and like go through the hallway and just see if there's something that you know would trigger me if there's a sound or uh, something I seen or would there be something just so I can like tell myself like no I've been here we've been back you know turning that like fear into I would say cur- curiosity honestly like I needed to I just needed to make sure I just need to see like would it do something and not that I wanted to go back into like a dark sad or like emotional place it's not what I was looking for but I just wanted to like be I guess have enough courage to go and like walk that same path back home from that night and just for like us to do it together and just let it sink in and listen to the sounds and everything and just be like okay like that it's it's officially in the past so it was really important and a lot of people asked about our story and stuff while we were here which felt really honestly more comfortable talking about it here like usually when I talk about it at home it's almost like a panic stricken like just get it out of my system but I felt um, a lot more relaxed and a lot more calm talking about it. So I don't know. Hopefully that will transpire and go back home with me as well. And I'll just feel more comfortable and more, I guess, more brave, stronger. I don't, I don't know. I need a, a thesaurus. <laughs> but talking about it. And maybe we won't talk about it much whatsoever. But it just, I'm just really happy and really proud that we had an opportunity to come back. Because if the conference was here, we would have always said, yes, we want to come back. But would we have? I don't know. You know, we're not crazy nighttime people, like nightlife people. We're not gamblers. <laughs> so will we have come back? I don't know. But I'm really happy that the conference was here to actually bring us back and really help us get some closure. And this morning as we were lit in bed and we were compared, like just have been very appreciative of how leaving this time will be so much better than last time. I, I said to Josh that this trip, I felt that we were expected and we were supposed to be afraid and fearful or nervous or whatever but it, it felt more like we were just being very brave and very great courageous I can say that word but turning fear into like another emotion is ironic because Mel Robbins was one of the speakers yesterday and she said to turn your nervous feeling like your nervousness like the butterflies in your stomach or whatever into feelings of excitement and her session was just before mine and Josh's panels so obviously I was very nervous going to get in front of agents from all over the world to try and like share our expertise or our knowledge or our lessons learned and it was perfect timing because that nervous feeling I really turned it into I was really freaking excited I was really proud to have that opportunity so our trip this week is turning what we thought should be fear and anxiety and nervousness into something that really empowers us to turn that chapter, close that chapter, and really embrace what that you know traumatic life event has done to, to grow both of us into amazing, very strong people. So this is Michelle recording just in my underwear, actually, <laughs> from Vegas before we go to our last session at the conference where we will cry because it'll be so many like inspirational and sad and amazing stories. Um, My first family reunion, one set last thing, my first family reunion in 2020, the inspirational morning was about nine 11. So you can imagine a newfie girl in me 
crying. They were showing all these sad stories. It was showing Gander. The pilot was there. And it was just amazing for, you know, a huge, the biggest real estate company in the entire world to pull a piece of history and to feature and focus so much on like the Newfoundlanders and the culture and how helpful we all were. The Newfie and me, I was in the back row, standing up, screaming in this room full of 20,000 people. And it really was a beautiful experience. And I'm interested to see what stories they're going to show and share with us today. So it's the perfect way to cap off our real estate adventures and the closure of our past Vegas experiences and and now just go kill it until next time chat soon that wraps up another inspiring episode of beyond the bombshell I hope our time together has ignited a fire within you to embrace your authentic self and show up fearlessly if you enjoyed today's episode and want to continue this empowering conversation make sure you subscribe to beyond the bombshell on your favorite podcast platform and join our community of fierce women who are rewriting the rules and embracing their unique journeys. Connect with me on social media at Bombshell Babes Club, where we can continue to uplift and support each other, to share beyond the bombshell moments, and let's inspire others to embrace their true selves. Remember, you are more than what meets the eye. You are a force to be reckoned with. Keep shining, keep growing, and keep embracing the extraordinary woman that you are. Until next time, stay real and keep going beyond the bombshell. Bye.